these like headphones are way too big for my head. The thing I was going to say the other day that I didn't say was that when I was practicing this in my car, I was like super aware of my hand. <laughs> it's like even now I'm like when I was such a gesture person when I talk and all of a sudden I was like, what do I do with my hands? Like, how do I normally sit? People can't see what my hands are doing. So what do I do with them? Well, then I was sitting in my car and I was like, do I like keep them down like <laughs> what do i do, do i fold them nicely on my lap i was like how do i normally sit my hand <laughs> i don't know i have no idea how i normally keep my hands well then yeah really uncomfortable <laughs> i'm like really aware that i'm talking to you right now and we're like i feel like we're staring at each other more in this conversation than we do like on a normal basis i wish i had look into my eyes <laughs> I, was making, I was making more <laughs> I was making more um, eye contact with you than I ever had. I know. My I, I feel like I don't know what to do with my it's eyes so now. Like, I feel like this is a very intimate moment we're having in this house with by ourselves. Hands. When in actuality, like nobody can see us, but we're sitting fairly far away from one another. Like opposite ends of a tiny group table. Yeah. I couldn't touch you if I wanted to, which is probably no, a good thing God. for you. No, and I feel like I should also take a second here to apologize that my my mouth makes so much noise. I'm also gonna crack a can of Coke right now. So. Oh, we're actually sponsored by Coke. Like, can you imagine that? We're dancing. We're like, hey, cheers. Let's have our Coke. Actually, at this point, we're sponsored by Strictly Sarah because Sarah bought these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just Sarah Alice Photography. That's who we're sponsored by. Oh, nice by. plug, nice yeah, plug. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, this is our first attempt at a podcast. The working title was "Things I Care About" because I like to talk and I like to force Sarah <laughs> to listen. <laughs> it's true. the The new title that I think we're gonna go with is "Never Getting to the Point," which also is fairly true. Yeah. Because I never get to the point. When I tell a story, it goes 90 different ways, and I forget what the point was altogether. The little mind map we found the other day. Exactly. That perfectly yes, described yes, yes. you and how what you do. If we had social media, we'd be like, we'll post it on social media. You guys that'll, can check it out. Call that'll it. come later on. Send us gifts. Send us <laughs> That's my favorite thing about podcasts I listen to, is they all have gifts. Oh. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I've created a gif of you once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which now we can't use anymore. Oh, yeah. Which we won't tell anybody. No, no. <laughs> the other thing I think we should mention is I literally have no idea what we're talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have like a vague right. idea, just because it's you. But I'd, otherwise, I have no idea. And Cheyenne's been very like defensive of like, don't look <laughs> at my stuff, don't read this, don't do this. So I'm I'm excited for this to get my natural reaction. Right. Yes. That is essentially the premise of this podcast is that I have a topic, I have to put research into it, which I wasn't originally planning on doing, but then I found out I'm, I'm, I don't have like a photographic memory. So like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting to be able to do. Okay, okay. Um, and Sarah's just going to be able to give her natural reactions to stuff, which is how I like her best. She's more comedically funny on her own. She tries too hard. She's not funny. Enough. I, say, I don't think I'm funny, period. I think what you think is funny is just me and my natural life and my somewhat yeah, like stupidity. Oh, okay, cool. I like it. Yeah. Well, glad. I'm glad you like um, me. So what, what do you think, like, what are you, some of your guesses as to what the topic is going to be? I, 
uh, it's tough because I've been racking my brain about what is there just one topic? Is just there one mo- topic. Oh, there's just one topic. Okay. Yeah. I well, we want to do an intro where we talked about stuff, but yeah. that ended up just being about our hands. Hands. And we don't know what to do with our hands. Okay, so I'm torn between two things. Okay. I'm torn between nuclear reactors oh. or some sort of nuclear disaster <laughs> or something to do with witches. Oh my god. What? You're right. <gasps> the witches? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're right. I ended up choosing the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, okay. Which is really, I found incredibly witch. hard. <laughs> I don't get yeah. it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> um, which is actually harder than I expected it to be. I showed you my pages and pages of yes. research. Yeah. Which I've now condensed into, like, one page with, like, footnotes. Okay, okay. I chose this one because... Um, I found a lot of pack, podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> okay, Carpet. <laughs> Thanks for coming out today. I found I found a lot of podcasts. Um, if they did podcasts, podcasts. <laughs> How about you suck my balls? <laughs> <laughs> and we just became unfamily friendly. <laughs> anyway, well, we all know that there's gonna be exactly four people who listen to this. Nicole, yeah. Carla, yeah. Sarah, yeah. Dave, yeah. I think maybe he will. Okay, I don't think Jeremy will, but you never I know. I think like Dave won't have a choice. True. <laughs> Cheyenne has some uh, like extra large size earbuds she found in her parents' house. I have lovely slender fitting Mac headphones, oh, Apple headphones. One of our sponsors. Um, no, but my headphones aren't working, so I still have them in my ears, even though I can't hear myself. So maybe we should just <laughs> switch it over <laughs> I don't know. I have like a freakishly small head and uh, these these things aren't really working. We'll just see what happens. Um I don't know how this is gonna go. Okay. I had a little bit of anxiety. I tried to practice tapes that I was basically just putting on an <laughs> educational lecture. Well, I think the good thing is, one, I'm very inquisitive about witches. KK. And Salem, like the Salem witch okay, trials, cool. because I literally lo- know nothing. Okay, I was going to say, like, do you know anything about Like, this? the only thing I know is anything you've ever told me, which... Um, Did you know? Which, yeah, which I think has, like, minimal amounts to do with people just thought women were witches. Yeah. Something along those. like, the, more to that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But, like, and that's, like, all that I know. So. Right. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, I hope, um, I hope this goes okay. Do you want, should we just, like, get right into it? I feel like, here? yeah. Like, you are, so are you just going to, like, tell me a story? You're going to tell me facts? And can I, so I can I ask questions? Ask questions, yes. Yeah, so I'll try my best to answer them. So this is where it gets into the mostly factual history, is that, like, I did take notes. But any questions that you ask me, I'm probably just going to try and answer off the top of my head. Okay, cool. Who knows if they're true? Maybe cool, I'm cool, making cool, new cool. history. Okay. Um, so there's, like, a lot of stuff that lead up to the Salem Witch Trials. I won't get super into that. Originally, I had gotten into that, but we were going 200 centuries back, and, um, Dave was like, nobody gives a shit. Like, don't, don't do that. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, cool, that's fair. Um, so we'll just get, like, right into essentially what started the whole mass hysteria about witches in Salem in January 1692, Elizabeth Paris, who's, like, Maybe seven. <laughs> and her cousin. 
She's like a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I do okay. have the date somewhere, but they're children. Okay. Um. So Elizabeth Paris and her cousin Abigail Williams begin having violent convulsing fits. Um, they fall to the ground. They're screaming. They're complaining that there's some sort of violent forces that are pinching and pulling them. And obviously, like, this is very scary for lots of people at the time. Like, they don't know what would be causing that. Well, I still feel like that would be scary. Like, if you started doing that right now, I think I would freak the fuck out and not know yeah, what to like do. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Um, so now we're going into a month later. We're at this point, um, the Reverend Samuel Paris. Okay. And he's, like, the first. I don't know if he's a reverend or he's a minister. The fir- I don't know. Is he's that the a same? man of God is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to help me with the Jesus stuff. Gotcha. Um, My realm. <laughs> so, um, he attempted to go to, like, several seminars to see, like, what was going on. I called it seminar. It was actually a religious sermon, <laughs> which is probably different. Oh. I don't know if there's a difference between seminar and sermon. Well, I think, like, sermons are, like... Preaching? What happened on a Sunday. Yeah, okay. like, spreading the word. Whereas, like, a seminar is, like, I'm going to teach you all about Norwex and how... <laughs> so, it's, like, okay. teaching and learning <laughs> and just preaching the word okay so like kind of the same because like he was going to learn about what could be afflicting his daughter and yep. his and that was also his niece gotcha i said cousin if you didn't catch that. No, I had no idea but so, that's okay. okay um so by february 1692 two more girls and putnam and elizabeth hubbard have also beginning uh began exhibiting signs of affliction and at this point they have seen a doctor and he has basically said like it's witchcraft um, a fun thing I learned about that guy from BuzzFeed's Unsolved oh. is that he could read, but he couldn't write. Interesting. Yeah, so he was a doctor who couldn't write, which, like, seems like that's wrong, but I don't know. I mean, but on the same hand, I bet they didn't have prescriptions back in the day, so it's not like he needed to... I guess not, but, like, yeah, he I He probably guess. just, like, yell down the street, like, yo, Joe! <laughs> She needs some herbs or Maybe. something like that. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to speculate. It was like <laughs> 400 years ago. Okay, about. Wait, that was really bad math. It was not 400 years ago. It was just over 300. Oh. Right? Well, when was it? 1692. But the 300th um, anniversary of this was in 2001. Yeah, it was... 327 years ago. Okay, so that was bad math. I mean, I still think it was average This should math. actually be called bad math. Bad math bad by Cheyenne Ball. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then after some pressure from the town judges, um, John Corwin and, just kidding, John Hawthorne and Jonathan Corwin. If you could see how I wrote that, you can see why that's confusing. Well, yeah, plus one of their names is John and one of their names is Jonathan. So uh, Yeah, yeah. Same, same, but different. Yeah. Um, they basically pressure the women into saying who afflicted them. Um, and that is when Elizabeth and Abigail accuse three women of witchcraft. So it's Tichaba, Samuel Paris's slave, Tichaba, <laughs> Sarah Good, and Sarah Osborne. Little fun fact. What? Everybody in this town was named Sarah because, like, <laughs> Hundreds of people that were accused were named Yes. Sarah. So what you're telling me is I'm a witch. You probably would have been accused of witchcraft. Honestly, like, lots of people would have been because there's lots of reasons. We'll kind of get into that a little bit later. I feel like it's kind of, like, rude that these, like, men, like, force these women to be like, who is afflicting this on you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
maybe they were just PMSing or something. Like, we don't know. We'll get into that theory. Oh. It wasn't PMSing, but we will get into that theory okay, a little bit. Okay, okay. I would also like to point out that when I was doing my research, I thought, like, how was this all documented? And then I wrote, court records. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, <laughs> can I ask yeah. a question ahead of time? And this oh. may be a spoiler alert. Was this actually, like, a trial? Yeah, so there was trials, but, like. Oh, Okay. They were very fair. Okay. 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 <laughs> Nothing about the witch trials were fair. Okay. Um. So now, and this is, I kind of got this a little bit conflicted because it turns out 1692 was a leap year. What? So some reports say that these things happened on February 29th. Other reports just say March 1st. So it's kind of Happy weird. Happy birthday, Cheyenne. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on March 1st, the three accused women, so that was Tichaba, Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne. They were accused, charged, and examined. Okay. So, um, part of me was hoping you'd ask what it means to be examined, but you didn't. <laughs> well, I, I, in my head, I'm like, what does it mean? Okay. So, essentially, um, if they examined you, you would be for sure examined once, maybe twice. Um, usually, you'd be examined in front of a bunch of people. Um, like so- physical? A bunch of things. It included essentially a physical. Um, so what they would do is they would do a touch test. And that basically meant that they would take you into like the courtroom, which you can still go see in Salem. It's called the witch house now. Um, oh. But before then, it was just like it was one of the guys. It was one of the judges houses. Um, but he would do a touch test. And so this seems like he just wanted to touch some women is no, no, no. what it's sounding no. like to me. It, it okay. sound, the name is misleading because he never touched. Anybody. Oh, okay. Well then, sorry judge for just <laughs> wanting to accuse you of touching women. My there bad. No inappropriate touching. Um, so what they would do is they would bring the accusers or the afflicted into the courtroom and then they would have the people who were accused of witches. So they would have the witch stand trial and then what usually happened is that the people who were afflicted would start having fits in the courthouse and these fits would be like mimicking what the witch i'm using quotes you'll see my i use quotes every time i say witch um but they would start having fits where they're like mimicking what the witch is doing or they're just like convulsing on the ground they're screaming they're chanting stuff um and so what the theory was that if the accused touched the afflicted the fit would stop and that was almost a surefire way yeah so now you're getting you're starting to get the face where you're like okay like these people ruin lives <laughs> well because like in my head i'm like okay so these these afflicted women are yeah. getting like harassed by men to say like who did this to you and so then they're like oh the sarahs did it mm-hmm. and then one of the sarahs touches them they can just stop doing it on their own if they yeah. choose to like it was a lot of faking stuff and so that was the first thing that they would do the second is they would look for a witch mark i've told you about witch marks i think in the yes, past yes um basically it's a witch mark or the devil's mark which means that if you sign your name in the book of the devil he would have left a mark on you in some way yeah so it could be a birthmark it could be a wart it could be a mole any kind of discoloration of skin Fun fact is that people actually during the hysteria would cut off any, like, skin irregularities, but then it would leave scars, and the scars were essentially the same, and you would still get accused well, based off of a scar. I would get accused then, because you've seen my funky little birk- birthmark on the back of my yeah. leg. 
there was like no hiding basically at this point in time we'll, we'll get into it but if somebody hated you like you could be a witch because somebody hated you and it was just like a way that they can get rid of you oh wow yeah we'll kind of get more into that later um and then what they would do with the witch mark is apparently a witch mark cannot feel pain and cannot bleed so they would prick you in those little places with a needle um but it's been said i don't know like how recently this was or like how this finding came to be but the needles were dollar blunt so they wouldn't hurt and they wouldn't well then that's just i know it's it's a little it's a big bummer in history yeah um so the other evidence that they would take into account would be if you confess obviously yeah the thing with puritans is that if you confess to being a witch you wouldn't get executed because you were putting yourself forward to the church to be forgiven oh yeah okay um, other methods included torture. So they would torture you, obviously. Some of those things would be like, I can't remember what they did, but they would basically break your thumbs with string. Probably not string. Um, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so other things that they would do is they would challenge the accused to say the Lord's Prayer. I can do that. Wow. I can't. <laughs> I, so. I know it off by heart. Okay. <laughs> so the thought was survive. that the devil would not let you finish the Lord's prayer. Like he wouldn't want you speaking it. So he would stop you from saying it was the, the thing behind that. Um, or there would be the sink or swim test. Oh, I think I've heard about to. that one. Yes. The float test. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's interesting because like I tried to look up to see how many people died as a result of this. And I couldn't find anything about this in Salem. So I don't know. Interesting. I don't know if it was if it was used in Salem or like what the deal was because the only thing I could find about it said that they would tie you obviously in a way that would you would like rocks on your ankles. Yeah. And then they would tie you in a way that you wouldn't be able to breathe. Well, that's just and then unfair. They'd throw you in the water, and if you dr- if you drowned, essentially, like you weren't a witch, and if you floated, then you were. Yeah, but like then you're dead either way. So they just killed an innocent person. Yeah. It's nonsense. Can I? Yes. A story popped into my head. Okay. A side story. Can I tell this to you? I don't know if I've told you this before. So this goes back to my music camp days. Okay. At my church camp. Yeah. So we would have these like spiritual nights where like it was all about like connecting to God and there there would be, you know, like the emotional music and like there's candles and all this stuff. So one year, I know you're looking at me like, <laughs> oh, wow. One year, and Sam may remember this. We can ask her tonight. Um, there was this one girl and she would always like react very intensely to this. And sometimes she would claim she was speaking in tongues. Oh, God, that girl would be such an accuser. (laughs) So one night, we're having a spiritual night. It's outside. We all have glow sticks. And the girl kind of starts, like, I don't know, because it was night. This girl kind of starts, like, you know, doing her thing. And then all of a sudden, we hear, like, all these kids, like, screaming. And it's not necessarily, like, screaming in pain, but it was, like, you could almost, like, maybe see it as, like, you know, feeling very spiritual intensely. So everyone's like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, like, we need to go be around them. Like, they're having a moment. No, it turns out these kids cracked their glow stick wide open and five kids got glow stick in their eyes. (laughs) So while everyone's like, they're feeling the Lord around them, it was just glow stick burning their eyes. 
so we all thought they were being afflicted and I thought you were gonna say that they snorted or something got high. Oh no, so that was a different story. <laughs> cracked it in their eyes, burning, crying. We thought they were crying tears of like happiness and like feeling the love of God, and no, it was just oh, no. glow stick. So there you go. Side note. Cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and um, one of the other tests that they would use is a witch cake. A witch cake? Witch cakes are gross. You've tried one. No, but oh. they're gross. You can just tell. Oh, okay. um, Because basically what they would do is they would take the urine Ew. of an accused, and they would bake it into a cake and feed it to a dog, and then the dog would be able to, like, find the witch. This is weird. I know, but if... This actually ended up being a problem because that was, like, a form of witchcraft to, like, make a witch cake. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just... They were, like, all over the place. There's a lot. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know where we left because that's why it's called Never Getting to the Point. <laughs> I have no idea where I am. The tests. Oh, okay. So, they were accused, charged, and examined. Yes, the examination. So, um, between March 2nd to 7th, the trials took place, and it resulted in all three women being found guilty and sent to jail. So the Tichaba yep. and the Sarahs. Yes, Sarah squared. Um, the interesting thing about that is that Tichaba confessed. Both Sarahs did not. Oh. They were very firm in saying that they did not encounter the devil. They didn't make a deal with the devil. Whereas Tichaba, she said that she and both the Sarahs had signed their name in the book of the devil and that there was other women in town oh who had done it. Yeah, so there's, like, some speculation to say that perhaps Tichaba was tortured. Oh, no. Um, but I didn't really find a whole lot about or that. Tichaba. Yeah. And so I'm also just going to say, like, I would love to be able to get into, like, all the names of the most important people that, like, were accused in this time period. But that would just get, like, way too lengthy. So I'm really only going to bring up the timelines of kind of more important characters. Okay. Not to say that the other people that weren't important, but... Rest in peace, all those people. R.I.P. Witches. witches. <laughs> Accused. Accused witches. Witches. Um, so on March 11th, a new accuser... Just kidding. I already told you about Anne. <laughs> you did? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't I? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, two more girls. Anne Putnam oh, and Elizabeth yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, on March 11th, Anne Putnam accuses... Martha Corey of witchcraft. But didn't she already accuse someone? Yeah, so they were just accusing, like, people. <gasps> and, like, later on... I already am annoyed. Later on, these I... People. I know. I Not won't you. get into this. Um, but they also accused people from, like, neighboring villages. <laughs> so it was just... Okay. It was crazy. Um, so Martha Corey is put on trial on March 21st. Where she's found guilty and she's taken to prison. Of course. Yes. Um, between March 21st to 23rd, so Anne Putnam and her daughter accuse another woman, Rebecca Nurse, of being a witch. Um, that same, I'm sorry, also on March 23rd, Dorcas Good. Dorcas? Yeah, her name's Dorcas. So that I, is the sickest name ever. I looked at her real name is Dorothy, but she goes by Dorcas. Okay, like, I mean, I get back in the 1600s or whenever it was. Like, dork, you know, maybe isn't, like, a thing, but, like, dork is really, like, Dorothy. Like, Dorothy's a wonderful name. 
I like Dorcas. I elect you name your child then. No, I'm not naming Dorcas Peebles. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Um, but more importantly than her name is her age. She was four. Dor- Dorcas was four? Dorcas was four. So Dorothy was four years old and decided, I'm going to go by Dorcas. And everyone's like, a four-year-old knows how. I guess maybe her mom, because obviously Dorcas Good is Sarah Good's daughter. She is accused and... Wait, they ac- they're accusing Dorcas of being a witch? Yes. She's four. Yeah, so the theory is that... She probably can't even... Is it potty trained yet or something? At four? Oh, I guess that's <laughs> a little... What happened okay. at your house? <laughs> that, was, oh. that was maybe a little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> my bad, um, my bad. So she, yeah, so she was accused and she's arrested at four. Um, the <laughs> historical theory about that is that she confessed in order to be with her mom. Oh, I know it's sad. That is really sad. Yeah, poor Dorcas. Poor Dorcas. <laughs> she suffered in more ways than one. Um, okay, yep. So the next. <laughs> Sorry, can we just stop for a second? I just noticed this man playing the bongo. Oh. <laughs> like, that's so is he the guy with the cigar? Yeah. Yeah. My mom bought that in Cuba. I was going to say, he looks like, I see the Cuba. He looks like he's jamming out. Anyways. For some reason, I thought she gave that away, but I guess Sorry. not. Okay, um, Dorcas jailed for... Dorcas is jailed, whatever. Um, not whatever. <laughs> but, you know. but yeah, yeah. Carrying on. On March 24th, Rebecca Nurse and Sarah Good's daughter, Dorcas, are put on trial. They're found guilty. Uh, in April 1692, so over the span of the entire month, 24, sorry, just lying, 23 more people were accused and sent to prison for being witches. Um, Are there any women left in this town? There was also men. There wasn't as many men, but there was some men. Gotcha. I think the total men who actually died as a result of the witch trials was four. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about two of them. Okay. Um, actually, I don't, one of those doesn't actually count. Interesting. Intriguing. Okay. Um, in May 1692, another 39 people are accused and they're sent to prison. Wow. And then on May 10th, Sarah Osborne dies in prison. So I tried to see how she died. Um, the most it would tell me is that she was shackled at the time of her death. Oh, no. Um, the theory is that it was just very harsh treatment. So I don't know if that means, like, torture in jail or if that just means, like, not getting food or just, like, no living standards. But, like, she died. That's sad. Um, then on May 14th, William Phipps, the governor of, like, the England. Gov- of England or something. Um, oh, of England? <laughs> Yeah, oh, see, and this is why the beginning stuff is so important, Dave. They told me to cut it out. Okay, so let's just like... Jeez, Dave. Let's just rewind a teensy bit. Um, So what was happening before the witch trials is that in Europe, witch hunts have been going on for like 300 years, and like they were creating the laws and setting... The, the tone and the standard gotcha. for, for everything that essentially the happened precedent. in Zealand. Yes. Great word. Thank you. Scrabble. Yes. Points. <laughs> so Triple word score. Exactly. They they were just basically like they were already facing all this stuff. So they were already creating all of these things. Oh. So all the people who founded Salem came from England. And they came oh. from Europe. 
So like, so they already kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. So okay. like, they brought with them all these things. Like they were the Puritans. The Puritans came to the New World, set up what first was Salem, and then they had out of those a hundred settlers, like five went to settle in Salem Village, and Salem Village is where the majority of the trials happened. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And so it was very important, Dave. I know. Even more important about William Phipps, which I don't know how to say that. I'm assuming it's Phipps. We'll go with it. I don't um, know any different. When he was, I, don't, I guess not elected, but when he was named governor, it basically, I don't know. It did this political thing. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That's and cool. at the same time as that happened, Salem Village became, I guess, they became like a real village, so oh. then they were allowed to have taxes. Gotcha. And the taxes okay. were obviously to build like infrastructure and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And with all of this came like new charters, and it created a lot of political unrest oh. and like factions in Salem. Okay. So William Phipps, um, I think somebody had gone from Salem to get him or something. I don't know. I just made up history. He. It took him two months by boat to come to Salem. So he finally arrived in so, Salem in May. From England. England, yes. So they sent like a telegraph or something over. No, I think some guys oh. went on a boat, like two men. So two men sailed to England. I think so. Said, yo, William, we need your help I don't know if that's Salem. quite what happened. I'm like, I'm, what's the word? Modernizing the, the language. Well, I don't know if that was like the intent, I guess, is what I mean. Oh, so maybe they I mean. just like went over there like, hey, like, guess what's happening in Salem? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. I would love to know. Um, but so he arrives in May. We and should in do a June, seance and contact him. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> um, so on June 2nd, Phipps creates the court of Oyer and Terminer, which I am definitely saying wrong. Um, I had to write down a note about this because I had no idea what that meant. Basically, um, Oyer means to hear and Terminer means to decide. So to hear and decide. It's, it's just a lengthy way for... I mean, it makes sense. Court. I get it. Yep. yep. Um, and with that, he elected seven judges. That included Judge Hawthorne. It did not include Judge Corwin. Okay. I don't know where he went, but he wasn't a part of the, those seven people. Maybe a witch killed him. No. He oh. comes back. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, also on that same day, uh, Bridget Bishop, she was accused on April 18th. She's sentenced to death by hanging. She's hung on June 10th, and she becomes the first woman to be hung for witchcraft in Salem. Like, I just got, like, shivers down my spine because the thought of hanging is just, like, horrible. Yeah, and I was listening to a show that said that they would, like, put them on this, like, chair and, like, boot yeah, them and off. Yeah, and then they, yeah, boot it off. Or, like, you know, you yeah. see in the movies and they, like, pull the floor out from underneath and they just drop and yeah. snap and it's just, ugh, I don't yeah. like it. The biggest misconception is that witches were burned at the stake. They were not burned oh. at the stake in Salem. That happened in Europe, and by the Witch Act of 1604, which would just have would would have been like the most recent act when the Puritans came to the New yeah. World, um, it had essentially said no to burning at the stake, yes to by hanging, and what it also did was it moved the trials to like actual courts, oh. so without also, the benefit of the clergy, essentially. 
I also have to say, when you were just talking about the Puritans coming to the New World, I got a whole new world stuck in my head. Oh. Sorry, not, quite, not quite the same. No, not Ariel. <laughs> seeing about her who's its and what's its and gidgets. Gidgets. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, and so between July and September, more and more women... What the hell does that say? Were accused. Oh, I wrote, how many? I never looked. Oh, okay. I don't know. So, more and more women are tried and sentenced to hanging. By October 12th, Phipps has forbid the imprisonment of anyone else for witchcraft. So, by this point... And that's the British guy. He's the governor. Okay. So, by this point, quite a few things have happened in between that is making the people speculate that this isn't what it was made out to me. That these people were just being killed for, like, personal gain. It took them, like, over two months to realize this? It took them, like, almost a year to realize that they were, like, making mistakes. Um, So we'll kind of get into that again a little bit later. Um, Right now we're just going to get breaking down the timeline. Um, On October 22nd... Oh, and what's an important thing that I'm sorry I didn't mention is that when Bridget Bishop was hung, it caused one of the seven judges to quit. So he oh. resigned. I would assume it's because he didn't agree. Gotcha. That's when Judge Corwin came back. So he just replaced a, a dude whose name might have been Nathaniel. Okay, gotcha. Um, so on October 22nd, Phipps destroys the court, the court, <laughs> <laughs> the court of Oyer and Terminer. I really wish I knew how to say that word. The word that I was saying to you earlier that I can't pronounce yeah. is Massachusetts. 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 Oof. I haven't said it. I assumed everybody knew where it was. Oh, Same God. Massachusetts. You need to practice telling stories, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell them where it is. It yeah, sounds so much better. It's located on the eastern coast of the United States of America. There you yeah. go. <laughs> okay, so now it's a year later, and Kay. we're in January of 1963. Okay. Just kidding. 1663. 1693. Oh my god. Oh, okay. So 1693. Um, the rest of the accused are tried, but they're spared by the court um, for those who were found guilty of being executed. Oh, that's nice. And they're granted like reprieves. Okay. So that basically just, I had to look up that word.
February 18th, six. Oh, no, he died. <laughs> I was like, he's born February 18th, 1695. That's when he died. Oh, okay. So, wait, where was he born? He was born the son of James and Mary Phipps in a frontier settlement, Nequasset, present day, present day Woolwich, Maine, near the mouth of the Kennebec River. Oh, he was considered a hero. See? The unsung hero yeah. of the Salem Witch Trials. He began to engage in his favorite colonial pastime of treasure hunting in the Bahamas. Lovely. Okay, so why were the particular set of names of the accused accused? Um, so let's look at Sarah Osborne first. Um, so she ancestor of Ozzy Osbourne. Just kidding. <laughs> so she, after her first husband had died, she ended up shacking up with who was originally her slave, I'm pretty sure. Oh. He was like an Irish immigrant. He paid off something. I think he was working at her farm. And he, she was like, hello, farmhand. Yeah, so they okay. they move in together. They get married. Um, what was unheard of in the time was for women to like own their own property, obviously. Yep. Um, so she claims the property of her deceased husband for herself and she cuts out her children. Oh. Um, so by denying her son's wealth and social status, um, she obviously like that was a big no, no because like they were the sons, they were the rightful heirs to her property. Yeah. Um, she also had economic independence, which threatened who, but Anne Putnam, who was one of the accusers, and she no longer attended church. She was Heathen. ill. Yes. Heathen. So she had been ill for about three years and couldn't attend church. Um, so one of the theories is that, although she wasn't directly accused by Anne Putnam, Anne Putnam kind of got into the mix gotcha. because yep. she was threatening yep. their economic standing. Tichuba, she was a South American slave. Um, so that right there was a big reason for why she could be accused. Yep. Um, rumors were that she was teaching the children voodoo. Oh. <laughs> um, the other thing, obviously, the biggest thing that worked her against her is that she confessed. Yeah. And she gave up the names of several other women in town. Um, she also had made a witch cake in order to catch a witch, which she did own up to, but that was obviously a big no-no because oh. that in itself was a kind of magic. Um, and like I said earlier, she didn't die. She actually was just resold to pay off her debt oh, lovely. to society because she had prison fees. So I'm not really sure like that. where Tichuba went, but she was obviously like an obvious scapegoat. Um, need to Google Tichuba. <laughs> Sarah Good was accused because she was of low economic status she was dependent on her neighbors, and she challenged Puritan values. The interesting thing about the Puritans, which I, I'm not going to get too much into because I literally have no clue about them, um, but they had left England for the New World because they were beginning to challenge their religious beliefs. But then when they came to the New World, they brought those beliefs with them and, and were like extra strict with them. Of course. Martha Corey, um, she had denounced the witch trials because she didn't believe in witches. Oh. Um, she accused the accusers or the afflicted of lying. So what happened with Martha is that she became just like an easy target for the girls to accuse That's because so she didn't believe. 
Um, obviously, like, she was a woman of science, you could argue, because she truly just didn't believe in it. Um, I'm not even sure if she was really an, a religious woman. Okay. I wouldn't quote me on that, but I would just kind of guess that she maybe wasn't a, reli- a religious woman. When After she was accused, she would say that the girls that were reflected were hysterical. And so what the girls would do to lash out at her is they would mimic her movements in court. And that's how she was convicted. Ugh. Yeah. Um, her husband, Giles, he was the one. Giles? I know. He was, I think it's Giles. <laughs> he was um, one of the men who died. But I was saying he was the one of the ones that doesn't count because he wasn't hung. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So what happened with him is that he originally had believed everything. Yeah. But then they started accusing him and he tried to defend his wife. Oh. And he tried to defend himself. Um, and what made it worse is that he refused to give a plea. Yeah. Well, so I don't know what that was considered, but he he executed his right to not plead either guilty or innocent. Plead the fifth. Yes. Yep. So they pressed him to death. And basically that just means that they put very large stones <gasps> on his body until he eventually oh was crushed God. to death. Uh, they say his last words were more weight. Oh. Badass. Okay. Yeah. Giles. Yeah. That's cool. Give me more, ladies. <laughs> um, Rebecca Nurse, she was a midwife to Ann Putnam. You're probably picking up that Ann Putnam. This Ann Putnam cool. is like a bitch. Yeah, she's not very nice. Um, so Rebecca was midwife to Ann Putnam. She had been there for several births of Ann Putnam's daughter, or not daughter, sorry, children. Children, yeah. Only one child survived. And so Ann Putnam had like a vendetta against her. She's like, you're a witch, you made my babies die. When in reality, it was like the 1600s yeah. and not all babies survived. Okay. Yeah. So again, Rebecca Nurse was like an easy scapegoat. And, and Rebecca Nurse. Yeah. Essentially was a nurse. Oh, we oh. need to stop with that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me be. Um. So, she she never confessed. Okay. And it was around the time that Rebecca Nurse was accused that people started to really question what was going on in Salem, because Rebecca Nurse was a very religious woman. She was very elderly, and. Even to people who would be, like, her enemies, they all very much believed in Rebecca. They loved Rebecca. They felt like she was um, just, like, pure, and she was defiant, and she was reliant she, like, on herself. she, would ever be a witch yeah. or give in to the devil or whatever. Yes. But she was hung. Jeez Louise. And that's when people started to get a little on edge. Just started to question everything. Yes. And it became worse when George Burroughs died. So I didn't talk about George Burroughs, but he was, like, the first ever minister or something oh, okay. of Salem. And he was accused by personal enemies of his in the Ugh. congregation. And um, their reasoning for accusing George Burroughs was that he was freakishly strong. One of the examples was, like, he could hold a musket with his finger. <laughs> it was, like, So the, the minister's like got muscles. Like, why yeah, you gotta be like a, a hater? Arm guy. Um, but worse than that is that he um, was maybe a wife abuser. Oh. So okay, there was, yep. like, more reason for mm-hmm. them to, obviously... I mean, that's not that good, dude. You probably shouldn't yeah. beat your wife. Um, but where it really, really went wrong is that he recited the Lord's Prayer word for word. 
and the crowds actually tried to stop his execution because he was doing this while he was to be hung. Oh. And they were like, no, because... Look at him. He can recite the Lord's Prayer. You shouldn't be able to. He was hung anyway. And so by that point, like, people are starting to understand that, like, it's getting out of control, like, what's going on here. And that's why it's often referred to as, like, one of the largest accounts of mass hysteria in North America. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because it was just... It was just, like, an insane time. Um, so, a couple reasons why people think the Salem Witch Trials happened. Um, and there's, like, lots of different theories. One of them, kind of in ties with your PMS thing, <laughs> is that... Women can go crazy at that time. The accusers were all, like, on the younger side. Yeah. And they were living in a very strict Puritan world. And they were bored. And that they were repressed. And they wanted to explore their sexuality. <sighs> And that they were just, like, looking for an outlet. Yeah. And this was the only thing that they could do to express themselves. Um, Another theory is that they ate rye and they would keep it in farmhouses. Yeah. And a particular fungi grows on rye if it's stored for too long. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what that fungi is, so don't ask me. But one of the theories is that it can cause hallucinogenics. So, one of the thoughts... having a little hallucination fit there. Yeah. And so, it was blamed on possibly, like, a fungus. Yeah. Um, Also, around that time period, there was a mini ice age happening. So, crops weren't growing. Oh, okay. People were obviously scared and going a little bit out of their minds with fear. They were cold. They weren't really having any food. Um, And on top of that they were actually at, like, war with the aboriginals in the communities around them because they came in and took their land. Yeah. So they had made a a peace treaty with some of the tribes in the community. That peace treaty was coming to an end. And so what was happening in the neighboring villages is aboriginals were going in, slaughtering villages, (laughs) taking captives, so that was, like, another thing that kind of fed into, like, the fear. The hysteria. Of what was going on. Yes. Yeah. And I think there was another one that I just totally forgot what the theory was there. Um, another big one is that maybe they were actually just witches. <laughs> I mean, valid point. Yes, yeah. Um, but the, the biggest thing that people can say um, from the court records and from everything that was going on um, with the economy at that time is that it was neighbor against neighbor, friend against friend. There was battles over... Every man for himself. Yes. There was battles over land. Um, they had refused to pay some of the minister's um, wages. And it was just like, it was just turmoil. God can feed your soul, but he can't feed your stomach. No. No. And so it was just, it went, it went like literally insane. And one of the things I forgot to mention that I really wish I had is that another thing that contributed to people being found guilty was called spectral evidence. And basically what that means is that if you say that you had a dream or a vision of a witch following you, they would accept that in court. And you could be found guilty on spectral evidence. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so often what they w- the afflicted would say is that they had a dream that Sarah Good was following her in the town and she was presenting herself as a wolf. 
and that was admissible in court, which is just like bonkers. I call bullshit on all that. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, like it's it's literally just crazy. They killed all of these people. Um, in the end, over two hundred people were accused. Nineteen were killed, four of which I believe were men. Um, one was crushed to death. They can say at least five died in jail. The worst part about it is that they killed all those people and because they were found guilty of witchcraft they weren't considered people in the church anymore and they wouldn't even document them they would bury them in like graves that weren't even six feet deep people reported seeing like legs and arms sticking out of the ground where these poor people were just like buried and dumped and forgotten about for years after the incident um so even in no that was a lie so like for like years and years after families and people who were accused fought for their innocence with the courts and they also fought to get their property back essentially because that was another big thing is that if you were accused you were found guilty they seized everything they took yeah nobody got anything all of your stuff was sold to pay for like (gasps) your bills so families didn't get anything eventually they did start giving the families compensation for everything that happened but it actually wasn't until 1957 that the first six victims were exonerated of the charges what year 1957 like it's very recent (gasps) that people started to like try and fix i'm almost three years old what happened yeah um, on the 300th anniversary, which was November 1992, as we decided, yep. um, a park was dedicated to all the victims. And in November of 2001, um, they were exonerated. The, all the victims were exonerated and finally named. Yes, Sarah's. So the Salem has essentially been trying to correct everything that Their happened. Their history. Yeah. Um, but they don't even know where the people are buried so it's like you could be in salem be like strolling down the street or like have a backyard and start digging up your backyard and just yeah find a body yeah oh my god the theory is that the bodies are buried on i don't remember what it's called we'll call it gallows hill um that they're buried on gallows hill where they were hung oh, okay. the theory is that where could potentially be where the grave is but they don't know and in 2016 they decided that they were going to make another tribute to the victims of the witch trials oh so just like a crazy point in history it just like it blows like it just it blows my mind what hysteria can can do can create yeah it's also crazy to think that like back then people were i don't want to say like religious to the point but that they believed in the spiritual maybe a little bit more than they should, but it was just like an excuse to get rid of people. Mm-hmm. Only one of the accusers ever publicly apologized for her part. Oh wow! Um, that was Anne Putnam. I was just gonna say, I bet you it wasn't Anne Putnam. No, but it was. It was Anne Putnam because she wanted to join the church, and she ah. couldn't unless she confessed her sins. And the one that she felt most guilty about was Rebecca Nurse. I was just gonna say it was her. It was her midwife, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So she did apologize to the family and I mean like Rebecca's sisters were convicted I think that they actually were also hung as witches um yeah it's just like it's it's crazy if you like defended people you could be accused yeah 
And I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of reasons as to what can make you a witch. But like these days, if you, um, it'd be like if you had a book of horoscopes to the people of Salem, like that made you a witch. So Jeez. it's like everybody would be a witch now because everybody has like a book of horoscopes. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. These witches, though, I mean, it's just, like, I just, I don't even know what to say. I know. And there's, like, there's more to it that also goes back to, um, like, paganism, that paganism was an ongoing religion, and the Puritans essentially didn't like that. They didn't believe in paganism anymore. There was a time when paganism was accepted, um, because it's a very natural religion. Yeah. But eventually, like, those natural things were deemed to see, or uh, were deemed as, like, ungodly, and it started this whole other thing. So there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot of things that went into the Salem witch trials, um, and witch trials still happen today. They're still ongoing in Seriously? the world. Yes. Africa is the biggest area where there's witch trials happening. Oh, I could believe, I could see that. Yeah, New yeah. Guinea. So it's, it's obviously places that aren't as established. Yeah. But, so witch trials are still happening today. And you could argue that, like, lots of events in history, like the satanic panic of the 1980s, that was essentially a witch hunt. The satanic panic? You don't know what panic? satanic panic is? No. Oh, what? God. Are you, you serious? You think I would know what that is? I don't know. I thought everybody knew what satanic panic was. No. What is it? Um. So it was a time in the 80s when there was, like, a lot of false convictions and accusations of children or I'm sorry of adults um, committing sexual violence against children oh my god um, or there would be a lot of murders that happened to be um, linked to the occult they looked like they were rituals oh. of some kind um, like the West Memphis 3 is is kind yeah, of yeah. the biggest example of satanic panic actually oh yeah. okay yeah maybe I'll choose that one day there but it go. was huge in the 80s. And you could argue that that's essentially like a witch hunt because yeah. they were looking at the occult and they were, they were, I mean, you couldn't listen to Marilyn Manson. Well, and now I like, I think the term witch hunt is always used in that sort of yeah. term or whatever, where they're trying to like accuse like a mass group of people or find out yeah. certain things. It's just like a witch hunt. They're on yeah. a witch hunt. Yeah, exactly. And those poor people of Salem had to die for us to have that terminology. Yeah. And for us to never learn <laughs> yeah yeah so it's crazy i don't know i don't wow. have anything to say about it either it's just it's something that's always interested me i find it unfathomable well, well yeah because you know all everyone knows about salem and everyone's heard of the salem witch trials i would think they've yes, heard yeah. about them yeah but like i never knew the ins and outs of it yeah and there's like so much more to it yeah um, I would like to say that I, I'm going to cite my sources for you, but I mean, I looked at 90 million different websites. And Lots I, of Wikipedia. <laughs> I watched a ton of different um, documentaries about it, so I can't really. Um, but I did write down my favorite witch-related movies and films. <laughs> Can I guess? Oh, okay. The Craft? No, I actually didn't list that. Oh. I do enjoy that, but I didn't list it. Now your confidence is a little shot. I think shot. that's the I only witch movie I can think of. Oh, okay. Here you go. Um, so the first thing I wrote down was The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, okay. I, I still, actually... I still haven't watched that. What? I know. I've seen it like four times. And like, here's the thing. I know that it has nothing to do with it, but like, I 
Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh. with Melissa Joan Hart back not in the, the day. Same. I know, not the same thing at all. Yeah. But like, I loved it. And then in relation really to Salem, I loved the cat Salem on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, Salem is in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but he doesn't talk. Oh, see, I like the talking aspect. Yeah, and they get more into, like, what he is. Did you watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Um, yes. I can't say that I tuned in every week on ABC, but oh. I did. I, I was a solid TGIF. Oh. Yeah, it was, like, Sabrina, Boy Meets World. What else was on with there? I don't know. Was but Brotherly Love? Ooh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Lawrence wants to be the new Batman. What? Right. Okay, that's what I said. I was like, okay, you were, you were hot in the 90s, yeah. but now you're bald and your but, eyebrows are perfect. But the thing is, is in the 90s, he also played, like, the dumb dude. Like, literally, he was always like, whoa. Yeah, but he was also a mechanic. Who? Oh, yeah, that's right. Who? Oh, no, that's Matthew Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence is married to, did you ever watch Dancing with the Stars? Yes. With to Cheryl, the what? Yeah, they're married. That is I super think. weird. Maybe I'm was lying. Was that his right? dance partner? When yes. He was on it? Um, what I particularly enjoy about the Chilling Avengers of Sabrina is they do actually use a lot of historical t- context. Oh, that is nice. Um, which like a lot of people probably aren't even realizing they're getting. Yes. Um, but they do talk about witch marks. That's actually like a big part of Sabrina. Oh. And um, signing your book, your name in the book of the devil. But Matthew filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Or not Matthew. uh, Joey. Joey filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. That's why he wants to be Batman. Let's look at Andrew Lawrence. Remember when he was in that wrestling movie where he was blind? Did you know that (laughs) he voiced the name of TJ Detweiler in Recess? No. Andy Lawrence is TJ Detweiler. Wow. Right? The things you learn on Wikipedia. Okay, but remember his wrestling movie? Yeah, what um was that? Was he blind or deaf? I can't what remember. What year which. was that? Oh god, I don't know. It was shit. That's what I know. It was not a good, it not a good one? Disney movie in the realm of Disney films. He also just I don't know. Like Matthew and Joey back in the day were like ten out of ten. Yeah. And then Andy was just kind of like that guy. Yeah, he played like the dumb little kid. Yeah, he was really cute in Brotherly Love. Remember when? <laughs> remember the episode where Matt had to work with that girl on a science project, and he didn't want to because she was like the class dork. Oh! But then, like, they started to have feelings for each yep. other, and like, nothing ever happens. But at the end of the episode, <laughs> Andrew took the piece of paper and held it up to the light and saw that she had wrote in. Um, invisible ink that she loved him. Yeah. Tragic. <laughs> um, the movie was called Going to the Mat. Okay, but was he blind or deaf? He was blind. Blind, okay. But wasn't he, like, not fully blind? Okay, nobody gives a shit. Let's just, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, anyways, we went down, like, a deep, like, TGIF <laughs> in which I could go on for hours, but okay. Okay, um, my next pick was Hereditary. We watched that together, yes, right? Yes. That was I fucking love that movie. AF. So good. So well done. They have a new... That studio has a new film coming out. I wasn't scared in that one, right? Like, I was freaked out, but I watched it, No, right? I think you were just kind of disturbed in yeah, some Yeah, but I wasn't... I didn't, like, no, 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 no. close you my eyes it. like yeah. I normally do. Okay. Yeah. So, Hereditary, great movie. Loved it. Obsessed with it. Uh, my next pick was Suspiria. Both 
the original and the remake. I don't think I've seen that. A lot of people haven't. Okay. So the original is, um, I think it came out in the 70s. Okay. And it became kind of a cult classic. Um, the guy who actually made the original Suspiria hated the remake. Oh, that uh, tends to happen a lot. Yeah. I personally liked the remake because it was very bold. Okay. Like, it was it was really good. Okay. And there was okay. this really gross scene, which I won't describe to you, but it was just like, it was really cool. It was really well done, I thought. Very nice. Um, my next pick was The Witch. Okay. Loved it. Best thing about that is it's the entire script was built off of historical records. Oh. Yeah. Um, one issue with The Witch is I had to watch it with subtitles because their accents are really thick and they're oh. talking in ye old English, which I did oh, not yeah. understand. No. I don't get that either. And my final one is The Killing of the Sacred Deer that I chose. Oh. Yes. That one's not super common. It's no. stall. It, it, it stalls. It stars. Who's that hot Colin? Irish Colin. Colin Farrell. I always want to call him Colin Firth. Actually, let's call him the hot Colin. Colin, Colin Firth. Colin Firth is the hot Colin? Uh, he's a dreamboat. No. Pride and Prejudice? I guess I haven't Colin. seen Colin. I doesn't. picture Colin Firth um, in the movie that you love a ton. Love Actually. Oh, fuck that movie. Yep. Where he goes and falls in love with his Italian housewife or maid or whatever, and then he learns to speak Italian I just for her. Blue, all four of our listeners here drums <laughs> with that noise. Um, essentially, what that movie's about though is Colin Farrell. Yeah, is a doctor. Okay, and he is a former alcoholic, and. He may have killed somebody on the table because he was drunk. Drunk. Gotcha. So, to make amends for this, he started a relationship with that boy's or with that man's son. Okay. And he keeps it for the most part a secret, but that boy becomes obsessed with him. Oh. And they end up putting a curse on Colin Farrell's children. Oh. And it's just, and you know, I didn't even really know what was going on until after. And then you're like, oh. But it's a witch-related movie. There you go. I wanted to do a shout-out to the Lords of Salem. (laughs) Because I like that movie. Shout-out! Shout-out! Rachel Ding. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's a Rob Zombie movie. Okay. So, like, it's not. Yeah. It's not great, but yeah. I I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really entertaining. So I don't know. Like, do you feel like you learned anything about yeah. the Salem oh, yeah. trials? I feel like I could generally explain it to someone now. Yeah, a part of me wishes like I would have liked to have gone more into it, but I was like, I don't have five hours. No, to I go, feel like to go into. I don't even this. know how long we've been doing this now, but probably longer than people care. True. I will be shocked if anybody is still listening, listening this. to this. I think you did great. Um, thank you. I think you did great too. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope you liked my random antidote. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're just gonna sign off and if you guys enjoyed that, that's cool. You can go ahead and put a little five star review right there. Mm-hmm. You can also write a letter to Coca Cola and Mac telling them that we're waiting our sponsorship sure. money. <laughs> and free swag. Although I can't drink Coke anymore. So maybe maybe Coke's not the right deal. Although I just I just drank the Coke. But you can be Coca-Cola products. Can you drink something else that Coca-Cola makes? I don't know, because they don't use sugar. They oh. use uh, sucrose. Does Pepsi use sugar? Yeah. So then, um, well, it's sugar, glucose, slash, slash fructose. 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 Oh, my God. Goodbye. <laughs>